0: Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a 5-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover. All for just 3 bucks plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter code FACE at checkout. That's harrys.com, code FACE. Enjoy!
1: listening tonight. My name is Sandman, and I'm going to be your guide through this strange realm of ghosts, cryptids, UFOs, aliens, conspiracy theories, and other unsolved mysteries that I like to call parareality. All right, everybody, before we start tonight's episode, let me tell you how you can contact me here at the podcast, because there are a few different ways that you can go about doing it. And here they are. First of all, you can email the show. Email address is sandman at parareality.com. That's sandman at parareality.com. Second, you can find me on Facebook by going to my Facebook page. That is www.facebook.com slash that's facebook.com slash sandman dot You can also follow me on Twitter and Instagram. My handle on both of those is at para real radio. That's at para real radio on both Instagram and Twitter. And you can always call the show at 615 692 Seven zero. That number to call, once again, is area code 615, then dial 692-1170. And you can leave me a message on the voicemail. Remember, though, if you decide to leave me a message, if you don't want me to play that back on the air, you need to let me know somewhere in your message. Simply by leaving me a message, you're giving me permission to play your comment back on the air. So if you don't want that to happen, You can still leave a message. Just let me know somewhere in there that, hey, I don't want you to play this back. So those are all the different ways you can get in contact with me here on the show. I'll go over one more time real quick. So here we go. Email the show, sandman at parareality.com. That's the quickest and easiest way to get in touch with me. Find me on Facebook by going to parareality.com, the the parareality page on Facebook. It's facebook.com slash parareality. You can always message me on Facebook, or leave a post or a comment on the Facebook page. That's facebook.com slash Follow me on Instagram and Twitter. Leave me a message there. My username on both of those, at Radio. That's at Radio. And finally, you can always call that studio line and leave a voice message, 615-692-1170. Now, I'm always looking for interesting stories for the podcast. So if you've got a story that you'd like to get on the show, you can always leave it to me on the voicemail. There's about a three-minute limit on that. So if you run out of time, don't worry. Just call back and pick up where you left off. Hey, have you ever heard of numerology? Do you always see the same numbers throughout your life? Have you found yourself drawn to particular numbers? I know I have. Maybe you want to learn more about numerology, or maybe you don't have any idea what numerology is. Well, in simple terms, numerology is a study of numbers in your life. You can uncover information about the world and also about each individual person by using numerology. It's seen as something like a universal language of numbers. Numerology is the idea that the universe is a system, and once broken down, we're left with the basic elements, which is numbers. Now, these numbers can be used to help us better understand the world and ourselves as individuals, and my guest tonight is Kasima. She's a numerologist coming to us all the way from the RVA. And for those of you who don't know what the RVA is, that's Richmond, Virginia. She's been a practicing numerologist for several years, and tonight she's going to tell us what numerology is and how it's used and maybe give us a a little hint about how we can use it in our everyday lives. But to learn more, you'll have to turn on, tune in, and find out. But before we begin, it's time to dip into the old fan mail bag and read... A fan mail. Now, this comes from a YouTube user who goes by the name... You're going to love this. ZZZZZZ. And this is in reference to the Nashville Bomber series that I did um, on the Nashville Bomber that happened uh, on Christmas Day 2020 here in Nashville, Tennessee, and this is what ZZZ says. <clears throat> if you don't believe we are infiltrated by other beings, I wonder how would you react if you truly knew where you live, what continents are and all landmass, sea or rivers, it would blow your mind. We know so much, all this you do is irrelevant. One level of conspiracy, but don't worry, you will see it all soon. Know this, it will be ride of a century. Now, if it seemed a little hard for me to read that, that's because uh, it was. Um, I'm not really sure what you're trying to say there, Mr. ZZ. Um, The comment that he left is nothing but one big run-on sentence with no capitalization full of misspellings hard to make sense of um like uh for example would how would you react is spelled w-o-o-d not w-o-u-l-d um there's it's yeah uh it's it's just full of of uh it's just a one big run-on sentence man um it would be a little bit better if you would um, like use some capitalization and some punctuation, and uh, the misspellings, I can certainly look over that, but the, the, the rest of it makes it really hard to kind of understand. And even if you put in punctuation and periods at the end of sentences where you think the sentences are ending, um, it's still hard to make sense of because uh, you're just speaking you know you're you're going around the bush you're not coming out and saying whatever it is that you want to say so um whatever it is that you're trying to say i have no idea and i place no stock in it It makes no sense and it means nothing so thanks for uh at least attempting to try to um i don't know make yourself sound smart or something like that because it it didn't work so uh wasted effort on your part there buddy all right everybody Now that I've got all of that other stuff out of the way, I want to get right down to it and introduce you to tonight's guest. This is Kasima. Kasima, welcome to the podcast.
2: Thanks for having me.
1: I really appreciate you being here. Um, We've talked just briefly. We've exchanged a few emails and um, talked briefly on the phone. And I'm really super excited to talk about this subject because this is something that uh, i I don't really know anything about and i'm kind of um uh intrigued i've been intrigued by this for for a long time and i really am looking forward to 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 you explaining to me and and everybody that's listening what exactly numerology is yeah um um numerology is
2: um it's a dense subject. Um, but basically, it's just the study of numbers. Um, and each letter in our alphabet is assigned a number. Um, usually, the most simple method would be uh, like the simple English method. So a equals one and b equals two, all the way to 26, okay. uh, to z. Um,
1: So there's more than one numerology, I don't know if I'm using the correct term or not, but there's more than one method to this? It's not just one tried and true system?
2: Um, Yeah, there's a lot of different methods. One of the more common methods you might hear is gematria, which is actually the Jewish form of numerology that's been used in the Kabbalah. Um, So gematria is more towards the Hebrew language, Um, while numerology is more, while it is like the, it's the big group, um, you have, uh, like the Pythagorean method, which is a reduced version of the simple English method. Okay. Um, and that's one of the main methods that I use to do like name numerology and such.
1: Okay. And with all of these different methods of, uh, our systems, and once again, forgive me if I'm not using the correct terminology, but all these different ways of doing it. uh, Is there, is like there one system that's better suited for like, I don't know, doing one thing and another system that's better suited for another, or is it just an individualistic preference as to what you use?
2: That's something that I've been trying to dive further in to figure out, because I just kind of like to... Use all the systems to see what information that I can gather. Um, some of the systems are, or methods are more catered toward other languages like Hebrew and Greek, Chinese, Roman, okay. such like that. Um, the most standard method would be the Pythagorean for uh, English, I guess. Um, is, yeah, it's the standard method for most English speakers.
1: Okay. And what can you do with numerology? How do you how do you use it?
2: Um, well, for numerology, like the what most people do is they get their numerology report, which is um, your full birth name or your just full name. I like to do both to compare, mm-hmm. um, and your birth date, and it gives you um, different numbers to which you get this report. It gives you something about yourself that might help you further yourself in life or just gives you more information about yourself. It's kind of like looking up your natal astrology chart. It's similar to that.
1: So is it can it be used for um, fortune telling or is it more like you know astrology type information?
2: Um what I do is more, more astrological. Um, there are some people out there, um, that do like Dematria with like the news articles and such sort of how I like to try and do, but they are, they're much better than I am. And they'll find um, patterns within articles and events and such.
1: Now, do you know, and this may be, uh, something you can't answer, and i'm I don't mean to put you on the spot, but do you know if um, this is kind of the same thing that people are using to um, decipher the 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 supposed bible code
2: um, sort of I think uh, are you talking like astro theology
1: well once again I don't know exactly you know what I'm talking about when it comes to numerology, but I know that there's supposed to be, like, a, a secret code that's in the Bible, and I, I don't know, some, somebody supposedly invented, invented some sort of uh, algorithm on the computer that's supposed to be able to find these codes, but before that, uh, when they discovered it, I, I don't know if they could have been using numerology or a form of it, and I didn't know if you had any knowledge. that It was just a question that just popped into my head, and I'm not trying to put you on the spot, so... Please forgive me oh.
2: if I'm. Oh, it's okay. Um, I mean, numerology does uh, coincide with the Bible and other major events. Um, like, uh, let's see if I can give you an example. Um, so, 33 is a master number, um, it's two of the same number put together 11, 22, and 33 are the master numbers. Okay. And 33 represents balance, and enlightenment, which at the time of Jesus' death, he was 33. So you can okay. kind of coincide sort of ideas and such like that. Um, okay.
1: And so it's only the numbers 11, 22, and 33, like, you know, anything above that, the 4, six, seven, 6, 7, and so forth, doesn't, they're not considered master numbers?
2: Not generally, no. Uh, those three are the main master numbers.
1: Okay. And a, a master number, tell me one more time what a master number represents.
2: Um, master numbers are these kind of special numbers. So when you put, when you have the number one by itself, it means one thing. Mm-hmm. But when you put a one next to it, 11, it kind of strengthens that meaning and makes it more significant. So okay. one is like you're a leader you have great instinct so okay. 11 you're a master and you have master instinct
1: ah okay i get it i get it and is there are there are there numbers that are considered to be um um if if like 11 and 22 and 33 are the, the master numbers they're supposed to be i i'm i'm assuming they're supposed to be good numbers but is there anything that would indicate that that's that's a bad number i guess like, is there a number, like, you don't want to have as part of your reading?
2: It depends truly on culture and superstition. Um, like, the number four in Asian cultures is considered unlucky because 13 equals four. Um, so some people decide, like um, think that is an unlucky number, while um, in numerology, there's also... Um, like number eight is like one of the most luckiest numbers, and people even try to get more eight into their numerology chart because it's um you're lucky you have a great achievement with eight.
1: And not seven. Mm-hmm. Seven's usually considered to be the lucky number, generally.
2: Generally, it is um considered to be the lucky number with like a lot like the jackpots and such.
1: Okay. So how, how how did you um, become interested in numerology?
2: Um, about a year ago, I've been listening to podcasts for about two years, and about a year ago I was listening um, to a podcast, and they had a couple of guests on there talking about schematria, and they were decoding some stuff in the Bible, some stuff from some major events, and just I saw all these patterns, and I was like, oh, well, I kind of want to see if I can do this and diving into it is it's definitely a dense topic, but, um, that's how I got into it was through a podcast.
1: And it, it seems like it's, uh, very complicated. Is, is it, is that, is that true?
2: Um, it can be complicated. I think what complicates it the most is just the amount of information and how many sources you have, because, While numerology does have the base meaning for the numbers 1 through 9, and 11, 22, and 33, um, it can sometimes get confusing because people will add their interpretation into it, and it can variate between who is interpreting it. Um, So that can generally confuse, it confuses
0: Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto
1: Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. O, O,
3: O, O'Reilly Auto
1: Parts.
2: Me quite a bit when I'm researching and Mm -hmm. understanding certain things. So
1: So if I wanted to um, uh, get into numerology, if I wanted to... um, start my, I don't know, my journey into this, how how would you recommend that I, where would I begin? How would I, how would I start this? Just pick up Um, a book. I (laughs)
2: usually, I, um, sorry.
1: No, no, go ahead. I was was just uh, saying, do I, do I get a book or do I start doing online research or how do do I need this to start?
2: Um, I mean, I mainly did online research. I actually have never gotten a book on this, um, but for starting, I say take your full birth name or your full name; either one will work. Mm-hmm. Um, and your birthday. Uh, and with your full name, each letter will have its own number. Once you add that up, it will give you uh, what is called the expression number.
1: Okay. And what is the expression number? Well, I mean, what what does that what is what does that mean? Uh,
2: the expression number. Coincides with your life path number. Your life path number is your mission in life, what your purpose of life is. Ah, and your okay. expression number is about your skills and your values that kind of coincide with that.
1: Okay. So when you do a, a reading, the numbers don't just necessarily represent... um what your characteristics are, your traits are, but it also represents like your your life path, so to speak.
2: Yes. Is that a fair from, assumption? Just from your full name and your birth date, I can find your mission in life, your values and skills. I can find um, what you yearn for the most, what what kind of motivates you in life. can find how do you give and how do you receive in your personality. I can even find the essence of your soul, which is the subconscious part of your soul. Really? Um, Yeah, it it gets really, really deep in how you um, interpret it and all the meanings. Um, So I usually just do a very general basis for each of the meanings of the numbers and leave it up you for the rest of the interpretation
1: wow that i did not know you could do all that that's very interesting
2: it it is very interesting because um when i was going through and doing some of your reporting um i was just like wow this is this is amazing how much this really does seem like you when i was doing it and i don't know you that well i only really listen to your podcast and whatnot, so not knowing you on a personal level yeah. it really showed a lot.
1: Well, we we uh we talked about this um over the phone and exchanged some emails and I purposely did not want to know exactly what my reading was cuz I wanted to be surprised on the on the show. So I I'm going to save this little tidbit for later on. We're going to come back to this, but now okay. Now I'm wondering if maybe I shouldn't have uh, had you give it to me first. I don't know. Now I'm scared. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, it's nothing to be scared of. <laughs> I usually keep it neutral, positive, and if there is a negative, I leave it up for the person to figure that out.
1: That's probably a good thing.
2: Yeah, because it is, it's based on interpretation, so I try to just give the basis, and you should know yourself, so you should be able to. Connect the dots and figure out the rest. Hopefully it guides
1: you where it needs to. Yeah, that's exactly right. Because what I tell people, I I, I tell them this all the time, is that no one knows you better than you. So, you know, if if there is an aspect of it that's left up to interpretation, why would you want to interpret that for someone when they know themselves better than anyone else in the whole entire world does?
2: Yeah, it's, it's why some of this can get so confusing because everyone wants to interpret it so differently. And I'm just trying to choose the base route. Just give me the base information. I'll give that to you. It's up to you for the rest.
1: Yeah, you're the messenger, and it's up to the the person, the, the receiver, I guess, to decipher the message, to decode the message.
2: Yeah, in a way. I give you kind of... I give you, because it's like a double code in a way. I give you the first code, all done, it's NAS, and some other interpretation, and then mm-hmm. the rest is on you. It's actually pretty easy once I give you the base information.
1: And do you find yourself um, applying numerology to, like, everyday aspects of your life? Like, if you're, you you want to make a, I don't know, like, like a big decision, I don't know, like, should I buy a, a Hyundai or you know, a, a Toyota or something like that? Do you, can you consult? Can, I don't know, can you use it to, to help make decisions like that?
2: Um, I mean, I do. Um, it can be considered more of a spiritual sort of aspect towards someone. Um, I do all the time. I will watch the clock when I'm having a certain thought. I'll look at the clock. It'll be eleven eleven or two two two. two. So it kind yeah. of, puts me okay what does that mean what is my thought what were my thoughts going on at the time and just kind of decipher it and it helps me out a lot um actually it it was last year sometime in the beginning of last year so January of 2020 I was walking and I was wondering I go what is this year going to bring
3: yeah and
2: it flashed the numbers five and six Five meaning major change and six meaning within the family or the home. And I did. I had a lot of major changes within my home life Mm -hmm. and with a lot of relationships that I had because of the pandemic. A lot of them broke away. A lot of them changed in the way they were, um, the way we were interacting. So it kind of gave me that ahead. So, oh, major change is going to happen this year. Let me be prepared. Let me try and put my mindset a good place so I'm prepared for the
1: major change ahead. Oh and then the pandemic happened and everything changed.
2: Yeah, everything changed for sure.
1: Yeah, so the the um, the patterns that, that you saw in the numbers were telling you hey there's gonna be you don't know what it is, but it's saying hey there's gonna be some sort of change and that way you can get your your yourself prepared for whatever that might be. That is so cool.
2: Yeah, I I love doing it. It it really does help me understand life at a more base route because numbers are the same across the world. So right, might as well understand what's universal. Maybe it's got more meaning to it.
1: Well, you know, they say that the universal language is, is math because numbers are numbers. They don't really change, you know, so it... it It makes sense that this would be something that would be universal as well, that you can use, you know, no matter where you are, what you're doing, or who you're with.
2: Yeah, numbers are just, I like numbers because they don't change. Um, It's just at that point understanding the meaning of it and um, such like that. Sometimes cultures will have different meanings or superstitions, um, but that's just all up to where you're living at the time.
1: Uh, do, you, do you find that uh, a lot of your, your friends and, and family, do they come to you often to, to ask to do a reading or anything?
2: Not too much, no. They, um, they're not as into numerology or, um, I guess, occult knowledge than I am. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll talk about it, but it, I think it flies over their head. They're just like, good for you for <laughs> figuring that out. <laughs> they don't understand it. Um, but um, I don't really do a whole lot of numerology readings for people. It's mainly um, just for myself, and if someone personally asks me, I will do it, Um, but sometimes I'll do it toward news articles or major events just to see if I can find anything.
1: So speaking of that, um, the uh, Nashville um, bomber, as as I call him, um, uh, Anthony Quinn Warner, um, you did some research um, with numerology based upon him and got some really interesting um, uh, results from that. And that's actually, um, for, for those of you who, let me let me back up before we get into this. So bear with me for a second, okay? So for those of you who have been listening to the podcast for a while, Seema has actually uh emailed the show a couple of times and I've read a couple of her emails on the show in the email segment and that's kind of how um we were first introduced to each other was because she emailed me and um so there's a couple of different things that have happened but the uh the Nashville uh bombing that took place on December the 25th, Christmas Day, um, she, you, Cosima, <laughs> emailed me uh, some stuff that you had found out about the Nashville bomber just by doing numerology based upon you know news articles and stuff like that. And that's really what gave me the idea of, man, I need to get this person on the show so she can tell us about numerology and, and how she uses it. And so that's when I got that idea and that's how you wind up here on the podcast so please tell everybody if you can if you can remember or if you have your notes in front of you what you found out about anthony quinn warner and kind of like how you came to these conclusions
2: um yeah so this major event happened on christmas day and um there's there was all this information coming out and I just was like, I need to do some numerology on this. This doesn't look like it is. I need to know more. Um, and so I was doing a lot of numerology using several different methods, um, just to see what I could find. And, um, uh, it, it was pretty interesting on what I found. Um, so if you were to take, uh, his name, Anthony Quinn Warner, and um, add all the numbers up. His name is equal to, if I can find my notes, I will. Oh. Um, so his name is actually it equals eight. Um, uh-huh. Which
1: is a lucky number.
2: Oh, um, it is. Um, so I actually went ahead and did a full report on him because I thought, well, let's see. um What information I could find about him um, and being his expression number is eight because it comes from the full name. Mm -hmm. um, It's a symbol of balance. So he's a great achiever. He's going to achieve things in life. But if there is not balance and stability in someone's life, then everything kind of topples over. And so while you can achieve great things with the number eight, there is also a as above, so below, there's the negative side of it, um, where you can be uncontrollable and unbalanced and unstable and you'll achieve other things by that. So I thought that was quite interesting. Um, for that. And, um, I did go through and do his full name with his life path, his soul urge and whatnot. Mm -hmm. Um, and this was after I had done all this other information, um, One of the things I found was um, his soul urge number, which you take the vowels from the full name and you add those together and that will give you a number. Your soul urge is kind of what you yearn for the most and what you want to do most in life. Um, So his number was actually 11. And I found that quite interesting. That's a master number, yeah. Um, meaning he has powerful intuition, and he sees things others may not see. He may understand things that others may not understand. And I thought, well, that's interesting. Being he thought lizard people or whoever it was, yeah. um, all these conspiracy theories happening. I thought that was kind of interesting.
1: For sure, yeah. Um,
2: and um, so I was doing other numbers and. Um I did the town he was from Antioch, um, Tennessee, and Antioch equals seven. So I was like, oh, that's interesting. Anthony, his his first name equals seven. So that's kind of a correlation. Um, and I don't remember exactly how I got from there. But I then decided to look up all the Antiochs in uh, the United States and found one from Illinois. And I go, that's familiar. whereas that one from, um, and that was from the Kyle Rittenhouse. Um, um, I guess his major is um over in Wisconsin, but he's from Antioch, Illinois. Right. So I was like, oh, interesting. Um, I'm,
1: I'm going to stop. So you, of, I'm going to stop you right there for just a second. I don't mean to interrupt you, but let's let's tell everybody who Kyle Rittenhouse was. He was the guy that uh, traveled from. Antioch, where's Antioch, Illinois? and yeah. Went to one of the Black Lives Matter protests, armed, and supposedly killed somebody, and the police didn't really stop him. Yeah. Am I am I getting that right? That's that's pretty pretty much yeah. it in it. Yeah. Okay. So. Pretty much. It. Okay. All right. Go ahead. Um. So
2: yeah. So once I found out um, this Antioch, Illinois connection, I was like, well, is there both from Antioch. Is there any sort of connection between the two or what have you? Um, I didn't really find that much connection just from doing the numbers. Um, I found some correlation um, between um, their numerology reports, though. And interesting enough, while Anthony's um, so urge number is 11. So is Kyle. Oh. Which I thought was, that was very interesting. Having a master number 11 as your sole urge and then both of them having it was a little weird for me. I was like, oh, okay. Wasn't expecting that. Yeah. Um, So I thought that was pretty interesting. And when I went through Kyle's full... Um, numerology report, I was quite surprised um, because all you hear about him is negative things. And um, I think recently he was pictured at a bar with some white supremacists or something. Okay. So I was doing this and he, his um, numerology report is actually something that I would even say that you could be a potential, like, um, I don't want to say shaman, but like it's, you have that sort of characteristic about you. Um, okay. And he does a lot. Um, like um, his expression number is six. So he's naturally a nurturer, a healer, sometimes referred to as a wounded healer. Um, he has great empathy, which made me think of um, some people stating that he was stating, Oh no, or something. I did something bad or whatever it was. He said after shooting the people, That kind of, dinged in my head when I figured that out um and um his personality number actually two was a master number um so 22 is the master builder um which I thought well it's very interesting that you're going to have two master numbers in your chart um so when you do have that sort of thing it's basically you have a choice to make. You can either do wonderful things with the power you're given, or you can do unwonderful things with the power you're given. Um, so I, I wouldn't be surprised if somewhere in Kyle's future, he ends up being some sort of spiritual leader, because it just really points toward that in his, um, his report.
1: Like maybe some sort of cult leader, some David Koresh type person?
2: Something. It's just he definitely has that spirituality, um, kind of aspect that seems toward him with all his numbers. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. and his life path number two was nine and nine is the ending of a cycle. Um, also mm-hmm. it's transformation and it's guiding yourself through wisdom, with wisdom. Yeah. Uh, it also could be in your kind of like a bridge between two worlds, which also made me think, well, this is, doesn't sound like him, but it must be.
1: Okay. Interesting. That's very interesting. And getting yeah. back to the uh, the Anthony Quinn Warner here in Nashville, now you said, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but you said Anthony Quinn Warner equals 737, right?
2: Yeah. Okay. Anthony is 7, Quinn is 3, and Warner is 7.
1: Okay. And then you also did something when you looked up the, uh, you looked up, one of the Tennessee area codes, which is the, for his area, Antioch, Tennessee, and that was 615, and you said that is isn't equal to a, a three.
2: Yeah, let's see. Um, I noticed a lot in his um, report there was just threes popping up. There was a lot of threes and a lot of sevens right. um, and some eight and nines, a lot of them, um, both between Kyle and Anthony, which I thought was, um, interesting, um, cause, yeah, because six one five is reduced um, from twelve to three.
1: Now, just just to to make everything clear, you're not saying that um, Kyle and uh, Anthony Quinn Warner are connected in any shape, form, or fashion. You're saying there's similarities in their their numerology reading.
2: Yes, yeah, there, there's similarities, and one number led me to one thing, which kind of led me to Kyle. So it was all working on the Nashville, and then I got sidetracked, side-tracked basically.
1: Yeah. And picked, I, I can imagine that happens out. a lot, where you get sidetracked.
2: Oh, yeah, I'll catch something, and I go, I have to research this to make sure it's not something big. Um, but one thing that did come out of this was um, by researching Antioch, mm-hmm. um, was the Lucian of Antidoc and oh, yeah. I looked at some dates there and his death date is January 7th. So once I realized, um, when I was comparing, I guess it's more so, um, um, the two cases, Kyle's and then Anthony's, um, Kyle's being on the 25th of August, Anthony's being on the 25th of December. And then two weeks later it would be the 7th. Um, so I looked at, at that date when I fact figured all this out, it was about a week before, and I saw that, that um, there was going to be a protest in Washington, D.C. for Trump, and I was like, oh, okay. So I kind of knew something could potentially happen, or I just gave the idea to it because of these two cases and just their numbers lining up a lot, and I haven't had time to go through and do um, that whole Case yet, but I will hopefully soon.
1: Yeah, keep me updated on on that. That would let me know what you find because that's that's pretty interesting.
2: Yeah, it's um, sometimes you can find fun things, and they get you sidetracked into other yeah. things. Um, so yeah, yeah, that was that was mainly about the findings. They didn't really add up too much, except for some fun comparisons and just where it led me, which is what I like numbers to do. They lead me places.
1: You didn't actually uh, get any insight as to why uh, Warner might have done what he did, though, did you? Um,
2: it's kind of hard to say. Um, when I did his um, numerology report, it just seemed to me like um, he may have just been unbalanced. Because you see, he could have had a, um, a very productive life. Um, but then while I was doing this, I realized I didn't do karma numbers. And so I decided to do the karma number, which is, um, any missing numbers that are not within your full name. And, um, Anthony's had the number four, which basically meant you have to work harder than the most. That's your karmic lesson for this life. So I just thought that was, um, kind of interesting, um, but nothing really to figure out why he did this. Um, unfortunately, I was looking for it, but yeah, it didn't, didn't give me anything great from it.
1: But it's it's still, nonetheless, it's interesting that what you found just by doing that little numerology report, I'm not going to call it, shouldn't call it lim, little, little, but that, that numerology report that you did, you uncovered some things that said, you know, yeah, this guy might be, you know, a little, uh, unstable here. So that, that right there, that you can find something like that out about this person who never even heard of until December 25th is, is pretty cool.
2: Um, yeah, I mean, it really is a lot of his stuff. It was, it was interesting getting to, I guess, know him post-mortem, um, with the numbers. I, I feel like I kind of maybe understand him a little bit better, um, but
1: yeah, it doesn't give me why he did what he did. Right. Um, and but. unfortunately we may never really know the answer to that. Uh, the FBI hasn't released their final, um, report on him yet. I'm, I'm waiting to, to hear it. The, you know, the last thing that we got was that, you know, he had mailed out, uh, letters to several people across the country and, uh, I only knew at of I only know of one person that actually uh um, got the letter so far and it was full of just ramblings about reptilians and and uh his house being something freaky going on with his house, but it didn't really it was really vague the info that they released. I understand why they don't want to release specifics, but it seems like that he had a lot of different um beliefs, big time conspiracy theorists, especially with the, the reptilian aliens, a la David Icke. So I would be I'm really interested to find out what the FBI final report says and then you can compare that to what you get from your numerology report and kind of see, you know, you compare and see how, how it relates. Yeah,
2: I'm very interested to hear more from the FBI about this, but um, I'm sure they're gonna be Quite busy for the next couple of weeks. Yeah, dealing with other stuff, so we might have to wait a couple of weeks.
1: So. <laughs> we we may, we'll see, we'll see what happens. So yeah, getting getting back to one of my first questions, uh, we we kind of got um, sidetracked a little bit. So just uh, to to I, I guess to to just kind of repeat a little bit about uh, what we had said. Give me just a Brief definition of what numerology is.
2: Um, so, numerology is the um, study of numbers and their relation to letters. Um, and with this numerology, you can um, find Certain things about yourself out. Um, It's kind of hard to explain it. Basically,
1: that's okay. So you can you can use it to gain more insight about yourself, find out your life path, uh, maybe what some of your strengths and weaknesses are.
2: Yeah, you can find some um, information to kind of give you what are your strengths and weaknesses, what should you be focusing on and what are you supposed to be working on in this life or at least a general idea.
1: Right. And how can you um if you if you want to get into numerology, if I'm if if I'm like, oh gosh, this is just so fascinating, now I have to go out and I have to I want to get into numerology, how can as as a as a novice, uh how can how can I use numerology throughout my everyday life is there a way and I know that you said you do it so there has to be a way that you can use numerology throughout your everyday life so can you give us a few examples of how you can use that
2: um I mean a lot of it is um uh, I I guess it's a lot more spiritual because I Mm -hmm ask a question, and then we'll find numbers from a building or a clock or somewhere numbers are at and take those numbers, decipher their meeting, and then apply it to my questions somehow. Um, I do that a lot. Um, a lot of people will follow if they see 1111 11 on the clock every day, if they see that they've Um, seen that for maybe three or four days they catch on and then they look up into the beating of that um i guess using it everyday life more of um because numbers are all around you at all basically at all times now with our smartphones um so um it's really kind of just left up to you and your imagination in a way because because numerology while you is about numbers and numbers are factual there is some um, I guess paranormal and spiritual stuff that gets wrapped into it as well.
1: What would be, uh, something paranormal that would be like an aspect of it?
2: I can't think of something off the top of my head. Um, Mm, it's not, nothing comes off the top of my That's head. okay. I I've kind of put you on the spot with that. Before.
1: Okay. Yeah, I kind of put you on the spot with that question. I didn't mean to do that. Uh, so numerology is really, um, it sounds like it's a, um, it can be as simple or as complex as you want to make it. Um, and the, the method that you use, tell, tell me it's the, the what method?
2: Um, the Pythagorean method. Okay, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, which um, is the condensed version of the simple English. Simple mm-hmm. English was the uh, A equals 1, B equals 2, right. to Z equals 26. Okay. With Pythagorean, you have numbers 1 through 9, and you arrange them a certain way. Um, so A equals 1, um, B equals 2, and so on but there's a certain pattern you follow Mm -hmm. um, to have all the numbers meet up. But what you can do is write your simple English out, the alphabet, and then the 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, all the way down to 26, then simplify all the numbers to one digit, and that will give you the reduced version, which is sometimes easier to remember and work with when you're doing it in your head.
1: Okay. So that... You'd have to. It's it's very visual. I'm, I'm trying to to picture that in my head, but I'm I'm one of those people. I have to get a piece of paper and I have to write write it out. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. but I I get I get the, the gist of, of what you're saying there. So, um, if there's somebody out there that that wants to get into numerology, but um, doesn't have like the a clue of of where to start, where would you recommend that they begin their their journey into this?
2: Um, well, the, the first and most simple um, part of numerology is literally taking uh, your birthday, so mine is 24th, um, so then you simplify that uh, down to 6, and 6 has its meaning, uh, which will give you um, your birthday meaning, sort of. which is very easy um, to do. Um, Otherwise, I say, you know, write your full name out, um, and each letter has a numerical value. You write it all out, add those up to a single digit, um, and that will – that gives you your expression number. um, Okay. Which I guess learning about all the different um, types or pieces that go into a report, Mm-hmm. Um, I I would just say to stick with life path expression soul urge and personality are the main four that you're gonna get in most reports. They're the easier ones to okay. um, go for.
1: And to to like to to get into it to learn how to how to get to all that like, do you recommend that someone like they they go to someone who does numerology to teach them or should they just you know, do they, do they need to go to the? I don't know what what section it would be at Barnes and Noble, but the you know the the weird section at Barnes and Noble, the the uh, alternative section, book section, and or order some stuff from Amazon or look online. Uh, or
2: I think it really just kind of depends on how you learn this. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm someone who teaches everything to themselves, so I just went on to Google and. Googled all this information and compiled it and started using it and practicing with it. Just kind um, of, but
1: pick
3: the one. There
2: then. are a couple. Yeah, go there ahead. There are a couple. Sorry. That's okay. Go ahead. Uh, there are a couple people. Um, I think on YouTube that will talk about it a lot. Um, I think Zach Hubbard. He's a pretty well-known guy that does more dramatria, but he explains it, okay. um, which can be helpful if you're more of a video person.
1: Okay. So if you're listening to this podcast and you want to uh, start picking up numerology, the best thing to do is just to dive right into it and go for it, really.
2: Yeah, it's basically it. Um, I mean, we're, whatever, Methods you learn whatever learning methods are best for you because um, it's pretty while complicated it is pretty simple.
1: Well, it's it sounds to me it sounds very fascinating and something I've been interested in 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 a while. But like I said at the beginning of, of this, I, I have no idea exactly you know how to uh, how to use it exactly what it is, what can you really use it for, or even where to begin. So this kind of gives me an idea of if I wanted to start, if I wanted to learn a little bit more, I now have a a more clear idea of how to go about doing that. So thank you for bringing that to light and for explaining to us, in a nutshell, what it is and how we can use it in our everyday lives.
2: Yeah, of course.
1: And now here comes the part that I am both looking forward to and a little bit uh, leery of. It's time for you to do my numerology reading. So if you've got it there in front of you, let me, I'm ready. Give it to me. <laughs> <laughs>
2: All right. Um, so your name equals to 633. Mm-hmm. Um, and 633 reduces to 12, which reduces to 3. Three is your expression number, which is your skills, your values. Mm -hmm. Um, So three main um, skill is communication. It's very, very strong communication, creativity, expressing yourself through arts of communication verbally and Um, non-verbally. So you have that sort of going for you. It's very artistic and such. That's the three. Your skills are more leaning toward the creative artistic side of things. Cool. And if we were to find your life path number, which is taking your birth date and adding it all together, mm-hmm. you are life path number one. Ooh. So you're a born leader, you have very independent and confident. You can take risks and be okay with those because you're like I number one I like to say is the um, light walking through a dark tunnel first so, so everyone else can go um, along safely. So that's kind of, you're oh. the leader in that.
1: I like the way you explain that. That's pretty cool. Finally, I'm number one at something. <laughs> <laughs>
2: um, so, and then um, doing your soul urge, which is taking the vowels from your soul name. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have soul urge of five. So, what that means is what do you yearn the most for in life? And five is all about adventure and freedom because five is the master of change. Um, So you like to learn and share ideas with others traveling and experiencing things for yourself. And you're generally excited about doing those things.
1: Wow. That's spot on. That is crazy.
2: (laughs) Yeah. These reports can get kind of crazy with how they can be in a, in a way they're, spot
1: on uh, you got anything else for me
2: oh yeah Yeah, a little bit more yeah yeah. let's keep uh, going I'm
1: I'm excited now
2: (laughs) so your personality number which uh you find using the consonants from your full name is Uh seven Uh so this is about how do you give and how do you receive um kind of a give and give and get sort of thing Uh um So seven's about very deep and wise and very curious people. They don't like the skim, the skim surface information. They want to go as deep as deep can go with the information. Um, They like to exchange ideas socially and with information. Um, They are usually more intellectual than emotional. Wow. And then your... There's more. Wow. This is um, great. <laughs> and so then there are three other categories I haven't talked about yet that I don't generally do, but they're sometimes just fun to see. Yeah. The first one is your cornerstone number, which is just the first letter in your first name. So
3: mm-hmm.
2: that um, equaled to four or 13, and then it equaled to four. Okay. So the cornerstone member reveals overall outlook of life and how you react to opportunities and like challenges or upsets mm-hmm. Four is all about being wise and rational. You think more from the head than the heart. Um, so you kind of, you, your outlook is more of a wise, rational intellectual look on life. And you're, you can rationally deal with change. Also, you can rationally deal with change because five is one of the most prominent numbers in your um, chart because I did your birth and full name. Um, So five being one of the most common numbers, five being the master of change and very curious, leads me to believe that you are able to um, flow with change very well. And I see those people, they can work in chaotic environments usually um, and do well in them. And they're very curious.
1: Wow. That really. And there's
2: still more. (laughs) Oh, yeah.
1: Keep going. Yeah.
2: I got just two more. Um, And then I did your capstone, which is your last letter of the first name, Uh which it equaled to three. Um, So three is all about, again, communication. And the capstone is finding how do you find closure within things? Well, if you're a communicator, you talk about things. You use your unique way of thinking and positive mindset to kind of see positive sides of things. And maybe you understand the cycle of life and death, so things come and go. Um, So that's how you would probably find closure in things. And then the last thing I like to save it for last is your essence of the soul. And it's the first vowel in your first name. And that equals to nine. So your essence or what personality motivates you in life is you have a very humanitarian filled heart. So you are a strong support. You like to help people. Um, You like to understand how others are experiencing things. And um, you are particularly a fighter for at heart. You like to do humanitarian things, basically. So that would be your essence of the soul. Wow.
1: That is amazing, Cosima.
2: And um, just to do a quick change, I did do your birth name to compare. Mm-hmm. Um, or, yeah. And so it did change a little bit, but that's normal because throughout life people change.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, so your expression number changed from three to five, which, again, curious, your master of change and such. Your soul urge changed from five to nine going again with that humanitarian. So it really amplifies that within you. And then your personality changed, um, from seven to five. So that really showed me that you're, you can go with the flow. You're very humanitarian. Um, and you just, you're very good at communicating. So. Wow.
1: And my wife, would say that I'm not very good at communicating, but <laughs> that's her opinion.
2: I, You're I, probably more of an emotional communicator than an intellectual one. Uh, I, you know,
1: I don't know how to answer that. Um, <laughs> I, I think that I'm more of an intellectual communicator versus emotional. Um, my my wife and I have this this joke that uh, I'm pretty much in an emotionless bastard. That's kind of the running joke around the house because I kind of um, don't give your typical reactions to a lot of things, you know? it. Mm-hmm. I just kind of just like, yeah, okay, whatever, you know? I just, it, it, I just take it in stride. And I don't really, um, as far as... What I'm I'm feeling in, inside myself, like I may be, um, like, I don't know, super mad at her for something. Say we got in an argument, and I'm just I'm just super mad, but I don't um, externalize that. I just I kind of I kind of keep it all in, and mm-hmm. I I'm I have to process. So it takes me about 24 hours to process things, especially after like a a big argument or something like that, and. I have to take 24 hours, process things, what happened. I, like, analyze everything that happened, you know, and then after that, then I'm like, okay, now I can talk about it. I'm good. I can, I can do this, you know. So um, a lot of what you're saying makes complete sense to me, um, and it hits the nail on the head with uh, the choices that I have made in life, like what I'm doing for my career, right now uh how I got to where I'm at what I've done in my my past it really um that was a that was amazing i can't think of i hate to use that word amazing because I think it's overused, but I can't think of anything else to say that was just it it was just so just mind blowing
2: yeah numbers numbers are mind blowing and amazing they it it really does come through sometimes, and again, that was just the basics, and you took the rest with interpretation, and we're like, yeah, that that's me.
1: And I wanna, I'm gonna give you your props because I could hear, I could tell the change in you whenever you started reading my report to me, and you were explaining, you know, okay, this means this this number is, is is means this and and you know as you were explaining you really came alive and you I could tell you were excited to give me my reading so I'm going to give you a little piece of advice. It's totally unsolicited but you need to really do more readings for people. Maybe I don't know, you know, professionally or whatever, but you need to really start doing readings for people because you're very good at explaining what it is that you're doing, how you got to the numbers, and what the numbers mean. So don't sell yourself short, Cosima, because I think that you do very well with that.
2: Well, thank you very much. Yes. Definitely it's a hobby, but I guess hobbies turn into other things sometimes.
1: They can. I mean... You know, there's bound to be some sort of fair or convention or festival or something that's going to be coming to your area. Back, you know, whenever we are able to do stuff like that again, it might be worth it to drop a little money on getting a small booth set up. And I would, I, I give you five bucks to redo my numerology or however much, you know. You
2: know. Yeah, I mean, it once I get it more fully internalized and memorized, that would be something I'd love to do because numbers don't lie.
1: That, well, that is very true. They they don't lie. And and like I said, you were very good at explaining what the numbers meant and how you arrived at those numbers. So uh, thank you for, for doing that for me. I, you're going to have to send me this report.
2: Oh, yeah. I'll email it to you.
1: Yeah, yeah. Perfect, and I really appreciate you uh, coming on the podcast and explaining to us about numerology and uh, how we can use it. Man, that's just so it's so fascinating.
2: Yeah, thanks for having me on. I'm glad I got to come on and explain a very fascinating topic, and hopefully it was not too confusing for everyone.
1: No, I think we did. I think we um, – I don't, I don't think you can – fully explain numerology to, to someone in a, you know, 45 minute or hour long podcast. You know, this is something that takes a little bit more in depth. So, you know, that's, that's why I say it's numerology 101. It just, just, just kind of gives us the tip of the iceberg on what it is and how we can use it. Now we, you know, you just have to get to start going a little bit deeper and I'd love to get you back on. We're definitely going to keep in contact and, if something weird happens up here again, I may send you an email and say, "Hey, do your numerology thing and see what you can find out." <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah, we're, we're already too. working on this secret project together that we can't tell anyone about. So, you know, there's, there is that. Yeah, yeah, and we'll we'll keep on doing that. But yeah, I really appreciate you being uh, willing to come on and and talk about numerology, and I had a blast, and that was a great reading. Um, I was I was nervous because I was like, oh God, I don't know what the hell is she gonna gonna tell me. But it, I really had no reason to be nervous. It was that was a, a just a mind blowing reading. So thank you again for doing that.
2: Of course, uh, thank you again for having me on, and I had a great time as well. Definitely fun to share a hobby with someone, and they might slightly understand it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, uh, definitely, we'll get you back on in the future and you can explain to us more about the numerology and, and maybe you'll have, uh, maybe you'll be a, uh, a, a full on like expert of like three or four different, uh, methods. So you can, you can tell us all the different methods and everything. So once again, everybody, this has been Kasima. She's been telling us about numerology, what it is, how it works and how we can use it in our everyday lives. Kasima, thank you for being on Parareality.
2: Thank you so much for having me.
1: I hope that everybody enjoyed tonight's episode of Parareality. Let me know what your ideas and thoughts about it are. Send me an email, sandman at parareality.com, or get in touch with me through my social media accounts. That's uh, Parareality on Facebook, which would be uh, facebook.com slash sandman.parareality. That's the Facebook page for the podcast. Or you can always follow me on Twitter and Instagram. Send me a message there. My username is at Para Parareal Radio, that's at Parareal Radio, or if you want to tell it to me, you know, not necessarily in person, but if you'd just rather talk to me or whatever, you can always call the studio line, 615-692-1170, and leave me a message of what you thought about it on the studio line. Now, remember, when you call that studio line, simply by leaving me a message you giving me permission to play your comment back on the air. So if you don't want that to happen, you need to let me know. Also, I do encourage you to visit Parareality.com because that's the place where you can find out all about what's going on with the world of Parareality. Uh, you can keep up with the latest paranormal news from all around the world. I've got an entire page of the website devoted to Paranormal News and that content is updated almost daily. It's under the para News section on parareality.com, and while you're there, you can also shop in the para Reality store and watch some of the terrible show videos that I've made over for the show over the years, and I've got the website updated here for 2021, and I've added some content, and Move some pages around, and I think I've I've made it more user-friendly. So be sure to pick, check out Parareality.com. It's your one-stop shopping for everything paranormal. Now, if you're one of those people who don't really do social media or you don't have Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram, or maybe you have one and not the other, but you don't want to create a, an account just to follow the podcast, don't worry because I've got you covered on that. There's now an entire page of Parareality.com that's devoted entirely to my social media accounts. And what I'm telling you is every Facebook post or tweet or Instagram post or picture that I make can be found right there on the website so you don't have to create one of those social media accounts if you don't want to. Now social media is where you can find out a lot about what is what's happening behind the scenes of the podcast because that's where I post a lot of interesting articles and show topics and other interesting stuff like my travels and investigations and, and my thoughts about things and stuff like that. So you can uh, find out a lot about what's going on with me just by following me on my social media accounts. And parareality.com is really your one-stop shopping for everything that's happening in the entire parareality world. So you don't want to create a Facebook account. Maybe you're not a, one of the three people in the world that don't have Facebook, or maybe you have Facebook but you don't do Twitter or Instagram. Like I said, don't worry. You, you can you can not do any of them, or you can do all of them, whatever. But if you don't if you don't want to create a a social media account, just go to parareality.com, and there's a, a page that's devoted entirely to social media. It's right there on the homepage. Just look at it. Click on the social media tab. Now, parareality can also be heard on your favorite podcast station. Just look for reality in the search engine there. Or if you have a smart speaker, you can listen there too. If you've got any of those uh, podcast platforms and activated those skills on your device, just say, play the reality podcast. And bam, there you go. You're listening to the latest episode. I've also got a YouTube account, and you can listen to the audio of the podcast there too. I've also got... Uh, Some great videos like UFO and paranormal documentaries. Um, I did a a very short-lived news segment back before COVID hit called News of the Strange. And uh, COVID hit, and uh, I haven't had time to devote to that. I'm going to be bringing that back, hopefully. And it's also got some of the terrible show videos that I did on my short-lived web series. Those were horrible, horrible. um, That was a horrible attempt by me. Uh, but I put it up there for your entertainment, so you can make fun of me. Go ahead, it's fine. I know it's horrible. Make fun of it all you want. And uh, I'm doing a little bit of experimenting with uh, doing some videos of the podcast as I as I do it. Um, I don't know that it's ever going to be a live stream. That's a possibility, but um, I'm definitely going to play around with some recording some of the the in studio videos that I do, and I'll also put those up there as well. So there's lots of stuff to look at on the uh, Parareality account on YouTube. If you want to find it, it's uh, Parareality1 on YouTube. I also have a Patreon account for the podcast, and I'd love it if you would sign up to be a patron. There are three tiers of support, and all are extremely affordable, $5 a month or less and each level offers exclusive content along with the ability to help create the podcast episodes and even a chance to be a guest or a co-host on the show. So to learn more, head on over to patreon.com slash parareality and check it out. 100% of the proceeds from Patreon goes back into producing this podcast. I do not make any money off of this podcast. I don't pocket anything, anything that I make from my my store or Patreon goes right back into producing this quality podcast. And speaking of Patreon.com, the, uh, if you join my Patreon page, you're going to be what I call an agent of chaos. Now, once upon a time, there was a fan group a, 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 for, the, for the podcast, and um, they called themselves... Chaos, K-A-O-S, The Knowledgeable Apprentices of Sandman. And I contacted the president of the fan club uh, and asked if I could use chaos again for the Patreon account. And, and she said, of course, absolutely. So if you want to be an agent of chaos, just head on over to patreon.com slash and join. It doesn't matter what level you join at. You will be an agent of chaos. Well, that about does it for this episode of Parareality. Thanks for listening tonight. The next episode of the podcast is going to air on February the 19th at 8 o'clock p.m. Central U.S. time, so make sure you turn on, tune in, and find out. I hope that this podcast opens up your minds to new ways of thinking, expands your consciousness, and produces a change in the way you see the world. If you wish to change, must lift the veil of ignorance that has been cast over your eyes. Only then will you see the true power of the universe. I hope you have a wonderful evening, great weekend, and I will see you again on February the 19th. If you wish to change, you must first lift the veil of ignorance that has been cast over your eyes. Only then will you see the true power of the universe.